Right. So you guys have just released in LA Tuesday. How are you feeling about that? Good. Yeah, it's gone well so far. I feel it's been received well. People seem to be really enjoying it. Um, it's definitely, it was one of the more kind of fun, sort of accessible ones that we have in this one that we're putting out. And uh, yeah, I've been excited to see how people respond to this one for a while, personally. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of like with the way obviously Spotify and things like that work, it's kind of the week after you start to know, like, mm. not that it's about the numbers or anything, but you kind of get a better idea of if people are into it as much or not. So from, you know, by all accounts here, people are into it, which is cool. I mean, we like it and we're excited to put it out. So um, yeah, it's, it's been fun to just put something out as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And did you record that during kind of COVID? Like how was, how the restrictions affect that whole thing? Yeah, it was a good while ago. It was in the that period in the middle where it kind of loosened up for a while again. And Probably around this time last year. I think it was about a year ago at this yeah. point. Yeah, because I remember the weather being really good. Um, yeah. And yeah, at the time we were all uh, in the studio in Adams twice a week, give or take. So it became really kind of routine and we, you know, yeah, it became very normal for a while. It was lovely though. I'd love to go back to doing that again. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> And it was it was nice because we like a lot of the songs that we put out in this run and like there'll be a few more things probably, you know, by the end of summer, they were all done. It wasn't a thing where we go and focus on one tune for like two weeks straight it would be, you know, let's work on this and then let's do little pieces. So it was a nice way of kind of making the most of the time, but also breaking it up and stuff still sounds fresh then to us. Even like I listen to the tunes like, oh, yeah, there's that bit that I don't remember. It's not like I've heard everything. 20,000 times, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then kind of like when you guys come up with songs, like how does that whole from conception to inception to the afterbirth, how does that whole cycle work? Yeah, a lot of them, like, it's funny, we, like, in the kind of history of the band, we, we haven't ever been that band that were, you know, in the jam room for like five hours every Saturday or something like that. It always yeah. has been a lot of stuff built on laptops first then sent across and you know like oh what do you think of this what do you think of this and then yeah. maybe you know polishing things up going into the studio then obviously finishing it off but i think with the lockdown and actually not being able to see each other and not being able to go in a jam room if we wanted i think now we're really looking forward to getting in a room together and writing together more, which is something we probably hadn't done as much. Yeah, we had really relied heavily on the whole WhatsApp thing. Like they would just send, you know, audio files or voice memos or whatever mm. to each other through WhatsApp because we're we're pretty used to working remotely just because we all would be busy and we all have our own things going on. So now that it's been, even though we weren't super keen on the whole rehearsal room setup, like Connor was saying, now that it's been taken from us for so long, I can't help but feel like I should just do it when I'm allowed to do it again, you know? Um, yeah. But no, generally it's, I would say, more reliant on mobile phones than most people's writing processes would be. Yeah, for sure. And just I mean, whatever talks. works, you know, it sounds great. Yeah. So it obviously, you know, it works. So uh, kind of the band's name is Milk. How did that why <laughs> how did that come into being um it's essentially it, it features lots in cinema as kind of as a symbol of innocence and often an antagonist in cinema will be drinking milk to kind of play off of their own evil mm. and it's it's sort of this i don't know it, it became this kind of symbol that you see a lot in movies particularly a clockwork orange that's one of mark's favorite movies yeah and um it was kind of just about that, how it's a sort of a symbol of innocence, but then it can carry more if you wanted to. We just thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, there we go. Yeah. Snappy um, too, you know, 
patchy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. not great for the Google search, but it's, you know, yeah. we're getting there. <laughs> I mean, especially with the, like, full stop at the end, like, just a random bit of punctuation. Yeah. Just like, and then to make it all lowercase as well, just to be extra awkward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually found the band, I was searching for, because, you know, like, Garbage has a song called Milk. And I was searching oh, for that. Yeah. And then I found the band. And I was like, oh, dude, this is actually pretty wild. So it's, it's actually funny at the minute. Like I'm noticing on, um, because obviously, you know, we all have access to like the Instagram and Facebook and stuff. And I'm noticing a lot of like Facebook mentions that would be, I, I don't know if you'd even call them memes, but it would be like, you know, oh, what's one item you always keep in your fridge? And it would be like, no. Dorothy Jenkins mentioned you in a comment. Uh, <laughs> We've gotten like one a week for like the last month. For some reason, there's just been an influx in like seemingly like middle-aged American women mistagging us in like memes about household. Yeah. <laughs> it's, look, it's- I'll take it's it. Unchallenged. All, all press is good press. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, Free PR. But yeah, good yeah. stuff. And who does the kind of artwork for the album design? Kind of the covers. Uh, this time, that was a guy called Ryan McDonough. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past, we had uh, made a lot of them ourselves. Mark would make them. Um, but that particular one was, yeah, a young, like, a, a, I think he's from Dublin, a collage artist. I think he's from the UK. Yeah, it was, yeah Mark, um, I think, just came across your own Instagram, which is, you know, I suppose, like a lot of things we've done, it has been kind of online. And just because, mm. like, when we launched and things, we kind of, like, covid we didn't get a proper run at the real world, I don't think. Yeah, no, so um, oh, I, I think, I don't know why, but it's in my head that he's from like the south of England somewhere. Oh, but he's a super talented guy, like his stuff is, uh, it's really interesting. Like, uh, that piece, I think it wasn't so much even commissioned for us. It was just a, something he had done. Hmm. And um, he, he might have actually redone it with like slightly different colors or something, but uh, his stuff's really great. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I, I believe he does take commissions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, fair play, fair play. And so is this going to be part of like a, a bigger EP or an album, or is that still kind of hidden behind? Uh, yeah, no, it will be part of a, a bigger EP. I, I don't mind. We kind of said that from yeah. the first one, so I don't yeah. mind that in that slip. But, you know, the timeline is kind of, I mean, I, I when we were recording these tunes, like we thought, oh, well, definitely by now we'll be, you know, able to play shows and all yeah. that. Kind of, so the timeline has been tweaked a bit, but... Um, I, I think definitely by the end of summer there'll be a couple more releases um so we we are kind of in that mode but it's just hard to you know your typical release plan it's it's just harder to to make that happen you know yeah yeah no i can respect that but i mean like because i mean it's been a while you obviously mm -hmm. did want to play shows i mean are you going to kind of come up with new stuff that wasn't related to all the older stuff done or are you just going to when like like when you actually start playing stuff or is that just going to be It'd be a mix. I think it's probably both. Yeah, yeah, I would think it'll likely be both because we'll always want to make new things and add new things to the live show to keep it exciting for ourselves. But we yeah. also need to understand that no one's had an opportunity to really listen to these songs live mm. because we just we've been releasing them without any opportunity to play them. So yeah. I think we'll have to find a balance for ourselves and the listener and do whatever the show works best with i guess i don't know yeah i think both though. but even like you know the stuff that we've kind of finished now which mm. we're i mean you know might need a mix or master that but you know it's 90 percent of the way there which we're confident will be out soon where then we're always working on new stuff so we do have a run of shows at, at the end of the year which you know hopefully will all go ahead and i wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of kind of unreleased stuff played at, at those shows as well yeah. along with you know everything else but yeah as morgan said it's hard because we, we put our first EP out this time last year and 
there's songs off that that we we've never played live yeah so, okay fair enough yeah. so it's kind of like even just you know when you're building a set list usually you're kind of like oh well this song goes down well this song goes down well we, we don't know so no, i'm really looking forward to putting a live show together and kind of working out what we you know what set list is and what we end up doing when but um it's all it's all exciting and you know okay so i mean you guys would have gotten a lot of just exposure through like purely electronic means like not really the whole like show stuff okay interesting. yeah pretty much pretty yeah. much yeah we have the internet to thank for a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the good things really so far we just haven't yeah we just haven't had an opportunity we made it work though i feel fairly well given what we did have and yeah i'm happy with what we've done since then in sure. spite of lockdowns and stuff yeah i think it, yeah it's just timeline because we i mean we launched like um you know new year's day 2019 and kind of by that stage i mean we put the first tune out february 2019 by that stage a lot of your summer festivals are already kind of booked and you know when you've yeah. only got one you know two tunes out you're not going to get booked for them so then we were we always kind of thought like oh you know what festivals 2020 like that's where we'll kind of <laughs> do all the live stuff yeah and then obviously everything happened and then we're like well you know next year <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But you know, yeah, hopefully, like hopefully now next year. But uh, no, we're look, we're very lucky. We we've done a couple of headline shows, which, uh, and then we've done a couple of support shows. But like later on in the year, we're going on our own our, on our first kind of tour tour. Like we've got European dates, dates in the UK, and and like we've sold out our Dublin show. So that I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, to be honest, too. that'll be a really nice, uh, really nice time. Okay, and when's the date for that? So our uh, Dublin show is the 20, let me get this right. Yeah. Our Dublin show is the 29th of October, I believe, which is mm -hmm. in the Academy 2, which is sold out. And then the next day we're in Galway. Yeah. Uh, so it's 30th of October and then November 6th, we're in Limerick. And then we're kind of chilling for November. Then in December, we do a run in the UK um, and a power show as well. So I think okay. it's fun. Well. We, we sold out London, which is really, you know, that was kind of a, a big target of ours yeah um to do so to do that with this far out you know hopefully hopefully things will go well <laughs> hopefully yeah. we can play the shows i mean if you could kind of support or, or or collaborate with any artists living or dead who would that be hmm, that's a good question that's, yeah who would i go with at the moment i have said rick rubin to this question in the past and i still uh, think it's yeah. true just because i want to just chat to him i don't yeah. even necessarily <laughs> legendary character i just like to speak to him and yeah. see what, where we'd end up taking the conversation i wouldn't even want to take up his time with making a song if he didn't want it to be honest. yeah, yeah. <laughs> very happy to just speak to him um i think a like in a collaborative one i think everything justin vernon touches is just amazing mm -hmm. so i that could be yeah. really interesting, even though like, you know, he probably hasn't worked on much stuff that sounds like us. I think yeah. that another one who I've been listening to loads, I think she'd be sick to work with is Charlie X. Yeah, yeah true. Oh, she'd yeah. Be sick to work She's with. great. I think she'd be like such a buzz in the studio. I think you'd make loads of fun bangers. Well, like they might sound fun, but lyrics could be like extremely dark or something. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, I'd say cool. being on a Charlie X. Yeah, would be great buzz as well. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Good choices. And kind of growing up, what what music would you say influenced you guys the most? Oh, I guess it depends on 
how much younger I was. When I was really young, I was obsessed with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think. Respect. Um, Respect, yeah. yeah. I feel like everyone has a really intense Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like they're like a gateway drug for Yeah, yeah, It's interesting you say that, though, because um, kind of next week I'm interviewing um, Josh Klinghoffer, who was obviously, oh. you know, oh, no way. he was in the band for like 10 years. So I'm, I'm super prepped for that. So, yeah. Is he, I wonder, is he still going to be in the band, I wonder when? Because I know um, Prashanti is coming back, but like, because Klinghoffer was a session player with them, wasn't he? Yeah, and then he, he yeah, yeah. So I wonder really still... No, no, uh, I, I, I think, I think they're, they're pretty separate at this point. And I mean, he's working a lot more on like uh, Dot Hacker and like his band stuff and single stuff. Yeah. But anyway, enough about him. We're talking about you. Sorry. Um, I would say, yeah, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were a big one for me. I remember I would play along to Foo Fighters songs a lot as well as a kid. I loved the Foo Fighters. Um, and then in more recent years, I've become inspired by going to my friends' shows and seeing people around me play and kind of playing with other people and things. But mm. I, that kind of really, really looking up to musicians, definitely the earliest ones for me were Foo Fighters and yeah i i my first ever like proper gig i went to with my mates with like my three best mates we went to uh kings of leon in slain and we like i remember i i hounded my grandmother because uh, I, I i was so i'd never done like going the whole gig thing before yeah. and i was like reading online and, and i wanted to you know slain's obviously a big place I didn't, we didn't want to be at the back i think we like paid whatever 80 euro ticket which for you know us was a ransom you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're like i don't want to be at the back so i think i made my grandmother drive us for mail at like 10 a.m in the morning so he wasn't there until about eight o'clock at night you were but, um, yeah but we got yeah. there and we, we were up we were up the very front in the pit and i remember like we it was actually grandmother was included that gig and it was in like and uh you know my mates like sent in pictures all oh, 10 years ago but we were up the very very front yeah. and from then on i was like i just want to do music so they were a massive influence on me for sure. Who have a tune called Milk as well? Funnily enough. There we go. Which is a really good one. So, yeah, but Kings of Leon for me, great. I, yeah. So much of my like fond childhood memories are like teenage memories are listening to them with my friends. Cool, cool. And then the band kind of how did that how did you guys all meet each other? You know? Um it was through music college. Uh, initially we all went to BIM. Um and we had kind of known each other. We were all playing in bands of our own at the time. And the scene is really small. Like if you play, if you each have a few projects, it's inevitable yeah. really that you'll start to run into the same people out in the yeah, yeah. And uh, although we're like, there are some differences in age and stuff, I wasn't in the same college year um, mm. as Connor King or Connor Gorman. Myself and Mark were together for a while. Mm. Um, so we kind of all were just aware of each yeah. other through different projects and stuff. Um, yeah, and it was, I think it was Mark and uh, Connor who kind of started off like sending demos and stuff to, and that to each other, maybe like with the idea of working on tunes. And then I think kind of thought, oh, well, do you know, we will need like a, a band. If we want to make a band, we'll, we'll need more. You'll need a band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was very organic, I think. Like it wasn't like a, you know, I turned up for an audition or, yeah. you know, it, it, it was uh, just yeah. very. I showed up to play drums with them kind of to have them see what their songs would sound like with live drums on them and yeah. then I think I was kind of kept as a sort of a placeholder for a while like I was just the guy to play the drums if it needed to happen I hadn't committed to being <laughs> the drum. Um, and then myself and Connor came on board a yeah. similar time I think officially. yeah I think do you know what? I think it was actually four 
I think then they needed a band for like some college exam or something. Oh, it was. It was. A I think. Yeah. Exam, yeah. Oh, there so, we go. There so go, it yeah. was. Uh, no, yeah, it was like super organic, and you know, it's yeah, it wasn't like oh, we met at a party and it was like let's form a band. It was just um, just kind of happened. I think, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Well, uh, we're kind of at the end, so you know, if there's anything you guys want to say, this is your time to say it. Nice. Uh, no, nothing. I mean, I think we've done an alright job. Plug, yeah. plug the new tune, plug yeah. the gigs. Yeah. Uh, listen to the new tune, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go and listen to that if you want. Um, yeah. Give it a share if yeah. you're into it. Let us know what you think of it. Mm -hmm. Tell us it's terrible if you reckon it's terrible. Um, <laughs> Follow the Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, Follow the Instagram. Yeah. yeah, we're milk the music on Instagram. Uh, on everything. Right? On everything, really. We, Same on Twitter. Yeah, we joined TikTok recently, so who yeah. knows what that will bring, but give it a <laughs> <Yeah>. follow. <laughs> follow us on all those things. And yeah, come to the shows later on in the year. There aren't tickets left to the Dublin or the London ones, but the rest of them, there are plenty left. So yeah, get yourselves out to them if you want. Get yourself well. over to Paris. Have a go to Paris. There we go. Yeah. 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 Lads in Paris. Um, right. Good stuff. Yeah, that's a lot, really, man.